The I Am Independent podcast with Loretta and Bianca. Stories, advice and discussions to resource, encourage and support independent music artists. Welcome back to a brand new series of the I Am Independent podcast. These are certainly strange times that we live in, but nevertheless, the independent artist grind is real, hustling hard uh, more than ever, I would think. Well, we're hoping that this series will continue to inspire you, resource you and encourage you even in these difficult times, covering all sorts of topics that are relevant to you guys. We always welcome your feedback, so do get in touch on Instagram or through our website you can find our email address uh, info at iamindependent.co.uk to let us know what you'd like us to cover what you'd want to hear more of or just any comments that you want to share with us so this series is all about hearing artists stories uh, learning from those who have gone before but also thinking about real life as an artist and how we apply that how we live it how we make those dreams a reality So thanks once again for joining us. Enjoy. So on this week's podcast, um, a subject that we have wanted to tackle for some time is parenthood, being a parent and being an artist. It's weird that it's not really talked about much when it happens all the time because people are having babies all the time. Um, And I know for myself, um, being in the industry ever since I left school, I always thought about how that would be, how it would affect me. I always tried to find examples to follow and I couldn't find much. Um, And we just thought we would do a a little mini series talking about that for anyone who's already thinking about it, who's already a parent um, and anyone who's an artist and um, um, thinking about parenthood in terms of what it might look like. So we invited some guests that we um, hope will be really honest who are amazing artists and all amazing fathers so yeah we vetted them already um so welcome jake isaac singer songwriter uh, joshua luke smith rapper and poet and also governor b who is a rapper as well and author so guys welcome to the podcast you're all dads <laughs> the dad club um yeah we we just wanted to start off by talking about this subject and i think The reason we wanted to talk about it, as I said, is because it's not spoken about much. So maybe to start with, it'd be great if each of you could go around and even talk about what were your, um, what did you think about the impact having a child would have on yourself and your career as an artist versus the impact it actually has had? Maybe your thoughts before and then now. Let's start with Gov. Hello, uh, thank you for having me. Pleasure being on the podcast with my brothers, Jake and, and Josh. Um, I actually felt quite privileged to um, do what I do, um, be a rapper and an author, because there's an element of flexibility that comes with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of viewed it as a, uh, if I had like um, a traditional nine to five then um, you don't get as much flexibility. So the kind of roles in the household in terms of looking after Ezra will be um, 
maybe a bit more restrictive. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I kind of embraced and was looking forward to, to having a child. Um, in reality, I don't think anything works without some kind of structure or conversation. Um, so when he came, I realized that flexibility isn't always a good thing because there's no like boundaries and stuff like that. So um, I think me and Emma, my wife, had to have conversations about, okay, even though you do have a flexible job, um, it would be good if you could have him this time, this could be your contribution and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, I think I was fairly positive um, about having a baby. I wasn't worried or anything or didn't think that it had the didn't think that it had the potential to impact what I did in a negative way. But maybe that was because um, I felt that way about marriage. And then I knew that um, after I got married, because we communicated or learned how to communicate better, um, we kind of worked it out. So mm. I don't know if that answers your question, but um, yeah, that's how I felt. That's cool. Thank you. Josh? Yes. Um, I. Th- yeah, I feel like I, I kind of moved between two spectrums before. I, I'm I'm a more recent dad, so I had a had a baby this year, and, and the two spe- spectrums being this is going to be absolutely fine, and then the other side being this is going to change everything. And having the baby in terms of the career is like jumping off a diving board and not fully knowing what's what you're diving into. Um, I had this moment where it, where something clicked for me, and I realized that it wasn't about it wasn't about me or my wife that I felt was unpredictable. It was that I had never seen someone just be a musician and have a baby and do it the way that I anticipated doing it. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't actually the fact that it was, could we do it? It was just that I hadn't seen it being done before. I mean, I know people have done it, obviously, but I haven't been in a relationship with someone that I could see and learn it from. And then um, I remember maybe a few months before Eden came, just having this conversation with my parents and my mom and dad, my mom and dad moved me and my sisters out to Pakistan when they were 31. And I was one year and my little sister was born in Pakistan. And they weren't talking about it in any respect kind of related to us having Eden. But I suddenly had this thought, they moved to Pakistan and did some pretty crazy work out there for like eight years. And then I suddenly thought, I'm a musician. like. Mm it's never going to be harder than, than that, than what they did, mm. than what I actually grew up around. Mm. And I suddenly thought, actually, this isn't a case of even needing an example. This is a case of choosing the life that we want to live and try and facilitate a baby in it. And so that helped me kind of feel a bit more confident. But I definitely, I, I swung between the two. Like there was moments, I, I delayed us having a baby because of probably of the fear of it changing things. Interesting. So we, we, Carrie wouldn't have had the baby a lot sooner. <laughs> what, is, what are the sorts of things did you think that it was going to change for you? I just, I just like being, I like having options and having a baby limits your options on what you can do at any point, you know. Yeah. And that, my, my fear was that I couldn't just drop everything and go do something, go, on, go and do a tour or even just like do a studio session or... You know, it just just the limitation. I think I feel the limitation that a baby would bring. I remember someone saying, I remember going to the cinema with a friend who, who had a baby, and they would be like, oh, mate, you know, enjoy these cinema trips while you can, because once you got a baby, it's like, you know, you go to the cinema once every six months. And I, w- I, I had the limitless membership of Odeon. I was at the cinema, like, weekly. And, you know, just like, I want to go to the cinema, go to the cinema. And so I think I just feared the thought of not being able to do what I want to do when I want to do it, Yeah. basically, yeah. 
And what has it been like in that respect? It's diff- My answers are going to be so limited to this year because yeah. we've had a baby in 2020. And then it's been currently. So yeah. we've, we've spent so much time at home, you know. But but we have we have actually formed a, like a bubble with some friends and they really helped us. And so we've had babysitters. Um, so we actually went out um, two weeks after Eden came. Um, and so I've had, you know, we've been very isolated in one respect, but in another respect, we've really depended upon people. And I realized, oh, no, like that fear isn't actually there. Is, there was um, there's some practical outworkings, but the fear itself you know, hasn't, you know, worked out at all like I anticipated it would. But again, I'm six months into being a dad and six months of that have been 2020. <laughs> yeah. No, but it's valid though, because obviously when you, a newborn is a lot. So your experience, mm-hmm. even though it's short, it's still, you know, it's still a big change mm-hmm. to your life. Mm-hmm. Jake, how's it? You know what? I've been sucked right into that. Look, just rephrase, rephrase the question again one more time, Laura. I just asking you about what you thought um, the impact of having a baby would have on your career or on you as an artist versus what the impact was or wasn't in, in reality. I, thought, um, I think my, I didn't, I don't know, I thought the impact would be, would be huge just because I was willing to give up the music to have a family. So if it was big, I'd be like, cool, well, that's it then, isn't it? It's cool. Like, do you know what I mean? Um, if the two of them could run in private life, I could do both. Um, then that's great as well. But I was willing to give up. So I just anticipated the impact being huge. <clears throat> um, as a result, I'm maybe like four years in, uh, four years and two children in, and it's been cool. It's been great. I've been able to do both. Um, and I think, um, I realise actually uh, we prioritise what we want to prioritise. So, like, if my, if my family, my missus and my children, if they're a priority, then, like, do work and do life like they're the biggest priority and you're cool. Um, so it worked out all right. It worked out, it worked out cool. What does that mean? Because um, that resonates, but it, it seems like there's an in, your family are the priority internally. So everything else will fall back if necessary but what does that what does that look like practically like what is what have you got any examples of what that means to um, you? so um beginning of this year before lockdown and whatnot um like i i was willing to i just thought oh, man uh, music i haven't played music in a while the world's kind of run a bit dry and ain't got much money in the bank let me just, my family's important to me. Let me quit whilst I'm here. Let me, so I started to pipe it up before even any sense of lockdown or whatnot. I was working in Dubai in January, came back. Um, and I just was just, I said to my wife, hey, this is, I'm cool. Like, this is, this is the biggest, my legacy here with my family is the biggest thing. Like, so I'm willing to, I was willing to stop and I am willing to stop music at any point for my children. Um, and that's some some people might say that's counterintuitive, but I actually no. Like if I need mm. to put food on the table, and if I need to invest into my children, if if I was on if I was on a tour, say my child's 13, 14, and he's having he's going through some serious behavioural issues, I'm willing to sacrifice things 
because he comes first. So like my wife ever said, and she has this thing when I'm away, especially being on the road, been touring for like seven years. Anytime I'm away, um, she knows there's two levels of conversation. If something's up, we have one level of conversation. We try to figure it out on FaceTime. But then there's the other level where I go, okay, are you pulling rank now? Do you want me to come? And she knows when she, depending on what comes out of her mouth then, if it's a yes or a no. So you know what I'm saying? I, I make what's a priority a priority and I make sure that they know they have the power to my wife and my children to do that. That's cool. Did you feel like that was something um, that you always knew would be like that for you before you had children? Or is it something that has become something for you since yeah, you had yeah, children? Yeah, I did. I did. Interesting. Uh, yeah. My, my upbringing, um, I've got the best parents in the world. Um, um, my experience, my journey, particularly my dad, um, he, he's like my best friend, but <clears throat> growing up, he was out there and I thought, oh man, I never want to do that. And now I'm in a situation as a touring musician. I'm mm. just like, yo, mm. well now I'm in that same situation. But at the same time, even though this is this is kind of like the mandate I have in terms of getting out and sharing music with different people, it doesn't mean that I can't still prioritise my family over, you know what I mean? Like when the tour's finished, it's them that I'm going back to, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it makes sense to prioritise them. Yeah. Are there any of you whose priorities changed after having children and it was almost a surprise to you like oh I either I don't want that anymore or um I now want this or or that you um were forced to change priorities but something that you hadn't anticipated afterwards I think I um experienced that I feel like um subconsciously over the last however long I've been doing music decade or whatever I've found a lot more of my identity in it than I would have liked to. And I felt like, oh, secretly, am I, am I quite selfish? Or do I want this unhealthily more than I should like to be able to tour around the world and sell loads of records and um, do songs with like my favorite artists and all that kind of stuff. And like, I felt like deep down, that's what I wanted. And then when Ezra came, um, I just realized it was really easy to say say no to things mm. because I had a responsibility to look after him. And not only that, but because I actually wanted to spend time with him. Um, I think it almost, I was like, wow, I don't actually, like if I wasn't touring around the world and if I wasn't doing songs with all my favorite artists and that kind of stuff, I think I'd be right because I'm spending time with my son. And I think this year kind of cemented that for me because so I've not been able to do a lot of that stuff, mm. but um, it's been, it's been a good year for me because I've not missed anything. I've not missed hearing that walk and start mm. saying his first words and all that kind of stuff. And when I compare it to some of my best years um, as a musician, it's definitely that tops that. So yeah, I think I've, my priorities have definitely changed in that sense. But um, I think, I think as parents are, I think our priorities kind of have to, either change or look into like the the fact that family is everything when everything when especially in 2020 when everything falls apart we've just this is this is all we've got and um but our music is still like it's our job even if it wasn't music it'd be something else that is our actual job that we love to do and so we even though it's not a prior 
it's not a higher priority. It's still important. But how do we juggle that where, okay, this is still an important thing and I have to do it or I choose to do it. And it's the thing that provides for my family. But then there's family. And and especially as it's quite, it's a self-employed, you know, it, profession. And it's not like nine to five. You don't know what you're doing every single every single day it's not the same how do you what's my question how do you like go okay I'm gonna how do you square the fact that you're gonna do something that's maybe gonna take you away from family or it's not gonna necessarily feel the greatest but it is the right decision to go and do that thing how do you um how do you feel about it and then how do you choose it does that make sense it makes sense I feel like the uh, the complexity with music is that it, it transcends being a job mm. and it moves into desire and that which brings you joy or ignites the sort of the deepest expression of you and for everyone on this call at different points in our life with music it's qualified as job under the idea of job pays the rent, job puts food on the table. But whether it's done that or not in a season or in a time, it's still probably been that deep, soulful expression of who we are. Mm. And there isn't anyone, I think, that you would want to prohibit accessing that sense Mm. of expression. And more than that, knowing that when people do access it, it benefits everyone around them. That the people I find most inspiring in life aren't actually people that have just done something out of duty and obligation, but have done something out of like a deep sense of desire. Um, and that's an interesting conversation mm-hmm. to have because I think we have varying sort of degrees of comfortability around desire mm-hmm. and doing something because you desire to do it. Mm-hmm. So for me with music coming into family, this mm-hmm. is a very real conversation. To be really honest, and I'm happy saying this just because I've spoken privately and publicly with my dad about this. We actually did a podcast together. My dad was present but absent, Mm. you know? So my dad, I never was away from my dad. He he, he was at home, but a lot of the time he wasn't there, Mm. you know? And a lot of the time my dad was looking for something that would ignite his soul, something that would, like, fulfill him. And... Kara and I have spoken about, Kara said to me, one time Kara turned to me, we were watching, we were watching a, um, a Netflix documentary about an artist. It was actually the Travis Scott documentary. If you, if you guys saw that yeah, one. It, yeah. And it was all about Travis Scott's concerts and touring. Yeah. And she turned to me and she said, I need you to be obsessed with this. And it was really strange because everything in me had always said, it, you know, it's God, family, music. And so... I've always held music at bay of like, I can't let music become the main thing because if it prioritizes over my family, then there's such a huge conflict there. And there is, it's wrong. But what I never considered is by me being doing music, Kara gets the fullest version of her husband at home. And if I, if I, if I, sometimes I've made sacrifices that for me, I'm kind of like, 
this is me not doing something for the sake of someone else and it's had a bigger cost it's so it's this, it's this very ongoing conversation between us where I went away last week for like five days just to write and I was so I was so like oh babes I won't do it like I won't leave you for five days with either and with a you know with a six-month-old and she was like I need you to go because I need you to go not not to finish an album so that we might get a sync deal next year not to make money but because this ignites your soul and that's the father that I want either to have and of course mm. there are boundaries and parameters to that but I had a father who was at home that wasn't there and I want to I want to be able to I, I want to be I want Eden to feel like my dad was fully present and that comes with this tension I'm not making a very nice conclusive statement I'm just saying That's there's a real good. tension where we have to acknowledge desire alongside job you know I don't know if that made any sense. That I'm, made I'm so <laughs> much sense because it's complex. It's not. It's not a cookie cut thing. It's like it. It. There's tension. It's. It's. There's a complexity to doing something that you love and having a family that you love and other priorities and other things that are important. You just. It's. It's. It can be messy, but it's a good messy. You know. I think that brings me on to something that I wanted to ask as well because everything that you've just said, Josh, and everything that you've all said. Um, unless, and probably, to be honest, we probably should have got a single dad on this call as well, but I think uh, you can't have the parent conversation if you're in a relationship without um, bring, thinking about the partner that you've got. And obviously, Josh, you've got a partner who's hugely supportive, and I know you all have partners that are supportive of what you do, but what difference does it make, do you think, to have a partner who... Uh, to, or even how your partners have shown up for you and how you've had to show up for them in terms of your music career and in terms of parenting. Um, I know probably um, Cara's probably the one who most is um, termed as being someone who's in the arts, but then, Gov, your wife's creative, although she's not in the arts, and then uh, your wife, Jake, is a, a key worker. So they're all very... They both... They've all three have got... Um, very strong identities in like they're not women who are just I'm married to Joshua Luke Smith I'm married to Jake I, you know they're I'm married to Governor B but what what ways have they enabled you or and shown up for you and have you in court been um, um, needed to show up for them and I guess with that the other question that I'm really keen to to hear your thoughts on on how it, you think it impacts you and this is probably more for Jake and Gov to have a partner who's not in the arts, if it does or, or not, or if there is some tension there or some learning there, if you think that makes, or maybe it makes it easier. Don't, no, don't rush in guys. Yeah, just <laughs> take um, your time. <laughs> I'll take it. I think the first thing to say for me is whenever me and Emma have been on the same team, it's a lot easier to parent and it's a lot easier to um do what i do without feeling guilty i think my thing was you know if i get a good opportunity to go on a tour or, or go abroad or, or do something that would mean emma needs to hold the fort even if she gave me her blessing she wasn't kind of like jumping for joy saying you should definitely do this i would go feeling guilty and then that would mean that i didn't really enjoy the experience as much as i should have yeah. um but you know if she sends me off and she's like really joyful and she's like go for it then like i feel great about it um but that's not always going to happen mm. there's times where 
she's not going to be happy with me going. She supports it, but there's a reality at home and there's there's a sacrifice. And vice versa, there's times where, you know, it's not just like the Governor B show in my marriage. Like, Emma needs to be the best that, that she can be as well and go for the opportunities that are available to her. And I'm happy, but there's a reality that this means I can't do what I wanted to do. So I think it's seasons, man. Like, we've gone through different seasons in our marriage where she's freed me to do what I would like to do, um, even though it's been a tough decision for her. And she's probably done that more than I have for her, but I would hope and pray that there's a season where I can support her and what she wants to do. And even that might be frustrating because I have to limit some of my stuff. Um, it needs to be done. So I'd say, yeah, just like the beauty of seasons and how mm. it's not always going to be, yeah, man, go with like my blessing and I'm going to hold it down and I'm really happy about it. Sometimes you're going to feel guilty and it's going to be tough, but um, you're on the same team and you've got to kind of take it in turns in a weird way. That's been my experience, but I've only been married five years, so. It's good. Yeah, I think um, the... Um, I, 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 the, the best way to ensure and sustain uh, the the idea of being on a team for both for both uh, for both individuals um, has been again making each other feel like a priority, um, especially on my part, making her feel like a priority. So when an opportunity comes up, um, first of all, it, and it's taken a while, but she knows that I would never take an opportunity if I didn't feel it was right or didn't invest into what we're building. And I say we're building. Because anything that I build, she's automatically, mm. if I die, she, she automatically gets. And also, I'm not allowed to build if, unless she's in it. <laughs> um, so again, that, that develops the team paradigm. Um, um, and so she seriously trusts me with that. I think um, also she, she knows that as I present this to her, uh, when I go, again, she completely feels that... Um, in fact, there's many a time, actually, I've said no to stuff. Um, and actually, she's been the one that says, no, you you need to, this is something, this is important. Because there are people that need what you're going to bring to them, or that, that opportunity can open, might open a door for etc. Um, um, I, I, yeah, she, she helps me, and I think it's helped as well, because she's not in the arts. She's very removed from it. She's not, basically, I'm the emotional one. She's the logical one. <laughs> um, um, but that actually helps us to see things for what they are between mm. the two of us. Um, but yeah, I, I get it because that's what I said before. I make her, she knows that she's my priority. Um, I'm, I'm like, yeah, she's my priority completely. And so that helps, even though she might, like, I was on tour for a month last year. Um, but when, I, when the tour came up a year before um, and I had a conversation, I said, hey, this is for that. This sits well in terms of the timing of this campaign for that. Um, what's your thoughts? And she knew again. If she says if she says no, nah, I don't know if I'll be able to cope. Then cool. We just we had a, our second one last year, and um, we had a year to prepare for it. Basically, she was cool with it. But um, yeah, she knows she's my priority, and um, and that that often helps whether I do things or not. Um, I think that was I hope that was the question. Sometimes I feel a bit like it's dragons then when an the opportunity comes up because mm. I've got a like, Oh, 100%. And, and she, you know what I'm saying? Oh, 100%. 100%. <laughs> and, and let me tell you something, right? Let me you see that month tour. 
Don't get it twisted. And ladies, I'm just going to say how I had to choose what day I brought that <laughs> tour to her. I'm saying that as it is. That's just facts. That's just real life. Like, if you might want to have praying, this ain't no cancel culture vibes. But like, <laughs> I had to choose what day I pitched that thing to her because I valued my life. <laughs> I relate, man. I relate. I can't. I can't relate. You know. No. I. You know. I just think we're we're an easy. You know. We're an easy sex. We don't make all things. Time, time, you, know, time, you know what I mean? I think time. it's more in here, brother. There. Just a quick reminder that we have a growing number of resources and useful videos on our YouTube page. Just search I Am Independent and you should find us. And do follow us on social media on Instagram at We Are Independent Artists and on Facebook under the same. Also on Facebook, you can join our closed group where we're creating community for independent artists to swap ideas, collaborate and just feel extra supported and encouraged. You can find links to everything we do on our website www.iamindependent.co.uk Okay, I was going to say one of the things that we, we wanted to ask you guys about as um, in some ways, I kind of wish we'd got some mums as well, because I think we'd hear the contrast, but we, we wanted you to be able to speak freely, even though you've got two mums here <laughs> glaring at you. We're like, we're not holding it back, though. We're not really giving, we're just letting you guys do your thing. We're not really giving it to you. I've got, I've got, I've got I'm actually coming up the stairs if you want to ask a question. Yeah, can we? And can I ask you a question? Yes, We are talking about how parenthood affects artists. So we've got like a mum one tomorrow. We're doing dad <laughs> one tonight. <laughs> We're just going to make a meme out of that face. Um, but the question we just asked was about what the difference... Um, how your partner has shown up and whether there's a difference if your partner's in the arts or not um, and how it's impacted the relationship in parenthood. So we've just heard, you can listen to Isaac's answer online, but what, what would you say? I don't know, it's hard to tell because you don't know the other side. So I don't know what it would be like to be the person who's away. I think it probably is harder to be the one at home. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> because you're not necessarily getting like the fun new experience but then i think it actually probably is quite hard being away so i don't really know um but i think isaac's very good at managing his schedule and being very um communicative I don't know if that's a word um in advance which i appreciate a lot and i think what works for us is that i've got a very standard life I like no no in, no in terms of like my routine is very routine yeah. so like i work the same days every week there's not much like we don't have two schedules to juggle whereas i think if i was an artist as well i feel like that would be really hard because mm. then you've got two people who are like oh i'm doing this i'm doing this ah. whereas i'm just kind of like linear and then isaac can does that down. feel make it feel like your life has to work around his more than his around yours to be honest, I kind of prefer that Isaac's life is more flexible because I don't feel like I'm taking a liberty mm. if it's like the middle of the day and I'm like, oh, can you just look after Ezra? Yeah. 
because he's not work. So I feel like there's more flexibility. You've got to like give and take a bit. Mm. And I think if he was like had an employer who was like, you have to be here at this time and you have to do this, or whatever. I feel like that'd be really annoying because then you're really restricted. Mm. Whereas if there's something Isaac really wants to do or be at with Ezra, or if I need help like desperately, then he can be available. Mm. So I feel like I'm quite grateful for the setup. Mm. However, I don't really know how it would be not in lockdown. It is a liberty when you ask me to help during the day, though. Well, thanks for the answer, man. Appreciate that. It won't be to McDonald's. Um, do you anything? So, but I'm in the mood for taking that apple pie, please. Yeah. <laughs> big Mac, big, big Mac and Nuggets, please. Big Mac and Nuggets, please. Oh. <laughs> do you feel, and I, I kind of feel like this is more for men. There's, to me, affects a woman a lot more in terms of changes but in this question I feel like this is a thing that affects men and it's a bit of a weird one so I wanted to hear your perspective on whether you feel there's a particular perception attached to being a parent as a male artist like whether you've ever felt a pressure to hide that in some way I haven't personally so that's the answer from me the biggest pressure I feel in that sense is getting old like as a rapper, mm. like if I'm a 31 year old rapper, mm. does that mean like I'm not cool anymore? It's the young man's game. But in terms of having a kid, I've, I've never personally felt that. And you've got, you got rappers out here having babies at like 18, 19, mm. 20, and it's mm. standard. Not saying they're responsible, maybe they are, but um, yeah, I don't think it's ever been a stigma mm. attached to like a rapper personally. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much the same one. I remember getting married and um, having a conversation with a friend who who was still trying to get his head around why I was getting married so young. And it was basically like, but what about when you go on tour? Like, you won't be able to do what you want. And, you know, it's it, to, to, to not acknowledge being a father or to, to feel like being a father could damage my career is only to, you know, um, be pursuing something that I don't want, you know, like it's, it's advantageous to me to get married as it is to become a father. And it's just, it's a, it's a whole different game I'd be playing if it wasn't advantageous. So I, I, I've never found it at all to be like, like, I'd want to hide this. I've definitely, as I was saying at the beginning, I've definitely thought, oh man, this is going to change stuff, but not that it would actually hinder. I was, I remember chatting to you, Gov, actually, um, when you were working on Hands Made For Working and you were just talking about the process of where that album came from, like this massive life event. And um, and and you said something like, something big's gotta happen like for the next album. Like, you, you know, you poured so much into this record because of this life event. I remember thinking about like, I'd never really thought about music like that, but it so is of like, Becoming a father has been just so incredible for me as an artist. Like, it's given me so much to think about, reflect upon, and write about. So, yeah. What about pressure from others, though? Is there ever in the industry? Maybe this is more for you, Jake, because you've been in the industry um, and worked with all sorts of uh, labels and different things. Is there a perception from the music industry to hide those things? You know, um, in some senses, you get people so wanting to dig in people's private lives and I know you're a fairly private person yourself but in in other senses um certainly 
I've been around people who have been encouraged to not talk about their family too much. So even if it's not, I know that none of you would be embarrassed about being father. So I might have phrased the question wrong, but is, do you think there's a perception in the industry for, for um, men to perhaps not advertise that they're, you know, a family guy or whatever? Or artists in general, even if it's not just a guy thing. Yeah, I I think um, actually as a man from industry, from industry, my experience of industry is as a man having children having children is a minor like it's 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 actually cool like think of dj uh dj khaled or toby negro mm. um i always get surname wrong but like i'm in my mind i'm like if they were female would that be received in the same way mm-hmm. um I've, I've always been like you, you, do you know what i mean and I just, i've i've seen I've, I've worked with artists and they I don't know, especially as, as as women, they are. I know artists who who are the same age as me, been doing music longer than me, who are putting off the children thing because at any moment their big break could come, and they don't want anything to jeopardize it. And that's a real thing. It's real. Um, Very real. Um, but as a man, it's just like, oh, he's a, oh, he's, and he's a dad. Oh, it's just amazing. Oh my gosh. Oh, I love. Oh, his songs are so deep. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm like, bro, shut up. Like, do you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's not fair. It's not right. It's not, not fair. Fine. But it's just the subliminal thing that goes on in many people's minds. Um, and in this day and age, industry, no one would say that out loud. Mm. But heck, yeah. Like, I've got a friend, um, um, someone I know called Kyra, and she makes being an artist and being a mum look so cool. Like, she's so... And she'll probably watch this. And she'll probably hate that I said that, but I, I rate her. We, we regularly message each other, like, yo, how's it going? What's going on? What's your... You know, our boy's about the same age. Um, but, yeah, the perception is... It's, it's easier for a man to have a family. Mm. Um, but my choice um, is just to keep them... Just to keep them removed from social media. That's just my choice. Mm. Um, just because you have a family, yeah, let people know, but you don't have to put everything on display. And that's, mm. that's my choice. Some people say it hinders. Some people say it's healthy, is what it is. Interesting. Um, how do you guys manage, like, the financial uncertainty of being self-employed? Self-employed or an artist? I mean, is it the same thing? Is it? And I mean, I don't know if you, you guys well, want some, some payrolls somewhere, let me know. Um, in terms of the desire and the job thing like I could be a self-employed graphics designer I just feel like with, as an artist I don't see it as being self-employed I see it as this is I don't, which, which, which I don't know might not make sense but I don't see rather than saying self, I more I more see what I do as running a business um, and and like, I don't I'm not trying to belittle the idea of being self-employed what I'm trying to say is there is um it's, it's for me. I lean more to the desire thing than the job thing. What I mean, I, I hear you. What I mean is that, um, like, if you're like my husband Kenny, he works, and we know financially what what it looks like. You know, um, it, there's a certainty in what's coming in all, um, regularly, and so in terms of our profession, um, isn't necessarily as um, regular or predictable every single month of the year. So as now we're all parents, like, um, how, how does that feel? Um, uh, it's, 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 I imagine it's different when we don't have children. It's still hard, but it's different. Um, so now that we do have family, like, 
does how does that the uncertainty feel and how do you manage that do you manage it does it is it a consideration maybe it's not particularly with the um you know let's face it it's 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 um not as prevalent but it's still there that stereotype of men being the breadwinner yet it takes a while as we all know for artists to pay their main bills from their art there's always a point when that doesn't happen it doesn't just suddenly happen like becoming a, a doctor or a teacher or something like that so you know and that's fine when you're living on your parents couch or whatever or even when you're a newly married couple and it's cool but I wonder if in any artist but particularly for a man and it may not be true but like okay I need to get a real job or whatever you know or even if it's not from yourself from other people or from partners even I've, I've got artist friends whose partner like you know you need to give up your hobby now and get a real job we've got a baby on the way and it's their art and it's harder to justify um, they've said to me and maybe you guys don't feel that way but I'd love to hear your perspective on that there's always a, a bit of a worry for me actually um, I've had it ever since I became an artist the fact that I don't know how this is going to be sustainable because there's months where I, I'm not sure where the money's going to come from and because of that I think I've always had a safety net of like having a part-time job on the side like a one day a week or a two day a week and I did that for ages just because I didn't trust um, that the career or my my job as a, a musician would be sustainable um, and then it was actually Jake probably forgot man a few years ago a number of years ago just said um, take the jump pay yourself a salary even if it's a small salary and just trust like, back yourself basically and trust that um, God will provide and trust that you'll be all right so it felt like really strange for me at the time because I always played it relatively safe up until that point. But I remember I started paying myself like a small salary and maybe eight months in, I was like, oh, it's been like tight a few months, but I've managed it. And I think it's because I put myself in a situation where I had no other choice. So it actually mm -hmm. made me work harder as a musician, just not on like, not only on the creating a music side, but on the just running what you do as a business and over time i've increased that um a few times but he's like rich, he's rich. Like, yeah it's balling you can tell in it that's what he's saying um what was i gonna say no, the things that really helped in terms of um bringing up a child is um dropping my pride and transparency so dropping my pride in the sense of all right emma like i'm trying to ting but there's going to be months where I might not be able to pay or it might be really dry or we're in 2020 where I haven't had a gig since March mm. and I don't know where the next pound's coming from. Um, I'm really, really sorry, but I don't think I can like pay my full salary into the account. Can you cover me? Or like this times where she would be earning more. And it felt weird for me because I think I'm coming from like this traditional like Ghanaian culture. Like, um, so I have to drop my pride and be comfortable with, yeah, I'm going to try but it might not always work out. And the second thing was just like complete transparency. So it's no no good me saying on like the 29th of the month, yo, sorry man, it's been a tough month. <laughs> Can't put no peas in the account. Um, I try and bring Emma on my journey of like self-employment from the jump. So she knows what opportunities are coming in, um, what the finance situation is saying. But yeah, I've always struggled with that, man, definitely. I think um, 
uh, well, Josh, you touched on this before, but I'd love to hear from all of you about how how has becoming a dad affected your art um, and, and what you actually create, what you what you write about, um, how you see the world as an artist, but how has it affected it in, in that way or inspired it or right, otherwise? Can I just say one thing on the last question about money? Because um, I feel like what Isaac was saying then is a very significant moment for an artist when you take that jump and you choose to pursue it in a way where your, your money comes from your art. And getting that moment right comes with so much um, needing so much wisdom. And as you just talked about, Isaac, like you, you and Jake chatted, like wisdom from friends and stuff. I feel like I've been aware, I've done this. I lived for a little while in our early years of marriage, like music owed me something, like music owed me an income. And I would live in this way where I wasn't working another job. And we were, I was playing like random shows around the country and, you know, getting an iTunes payout at the end of every month and like angry that it wasn't paying us our rent. And then we, we clocked up debt after month after month, more and more debt. And then this, this, it was as simple as this, that phrase, music, Josh, music doesn't owe you money. You know, music doesn't owe you anything. And that shifted something for me where I, I thought, yeah, like this, this is something that I get to do that at some different points earns me money and sometimes doesn't. And I relate to the, to the moment that Isaac was just talking about where it was, do you know what? I'm in a position now where I can do this. And it's not like, it, 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 for me, it wasn't even like, I can do this because I can project 12 months of income, but I can do this because I'm no longer treating music like it's owed, like it owes me something. There's enough balance in my life. And I've got, I've got friends that are artists that have lost the joy of making music mm -hmm. because they act like it owes them something. And we all know some of the greatest artists died broke. In fact, mm -hmm. most of history's greatest artists died broke mm -hmm. and they didn't start them putting out amazing art. And so, you know, I feel like that's just something, there's a moment where you take that step. And I just want to say to any artist listening to this, take that step with wisdom and with friends. Do you think this is the right time? Like for my family, like do you think this is the right time for me? Because remind me, music doesn't owe me an, owe me a salary. Like music is a gift and we get to partake in it, you know? That's, I wish I'd learned that earlier. I'd have been a lot less debt than I mm. still am. I still have debt today because of living like that. Jake can pay the oxy, you know? I'll DM you after this, bro. Don't listen to him. What's that? What's that, player? Sorry, I didn't just to go back to that one. No, that's good. Um, does anyone want to um, answer how it's affected you creatively becoming a parent? I think for me, a lot of people, sorry, I was just going to say, like, a lot of people said that, oh, when you have kids, you're going to write, like, you'll probably write loads of songs about it and stuff like that. And I didn't, like, straight away. Do you, do you, know, do you know, actually, someone I'm really waiting to see what happens is Ed. Like, mm. I'm just waiting to see what he comes out with. Because um, he's he's wired that way. Isn't yeah. He? Um, yeah. Um, he's yeah, he's a sweet guy, and I feel like I feel like there's gonna everyone's expecting that. But I personally, I don't. I thought it, I thought it affected me more than than it did. Um, yeah. 
like, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I thought, yeah, I thought, I thought I'd like, I'd write like five absolute bangers. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? About my little boy, especially when I had my first one. Um, but nah, same old. Maybe it's uh, just a rapper's thing then, because Gov and Josh have both referenced their kids already. I mean, Josh did yeah, before they're, Eden they're even turned up. <laughs> I think it's actually, obviously, other than the bars and stuff, it's more changing my attitude. Mm. So, you know, like, before, I would go on, like, a few days away to write, and if nothing was coming, then I'm like, oh, I'll just chill, like, bang a bit of FIFA. But like, when you got your son at home and you're missing quality time, I feel like I'm more purposeful now with the time that I use to like create the art. Cause I'm like, bro, this ain't, this ain't banter. Like your family that you're meant to be like, providing for and spending time with. So if you're going to take time away to create, um, yeah, I just think it's made me a bit more purposeful mm. in that, in that aspect. Yeah. I've written one song about her and I, I think I peaked a little early cause I actually wrote it before she got here. And now I'm like, oh crap. Like, I'm actually rewriting it now. I feel like I have peak. I feel like I went in. I should have paced myself a little bit because how many songs can you write? You know, like we'll see what happens. I I, I agree. I feel like it's 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 concentrated my time, um, and it's definitely slowed me down in a good way. Like being coming a father has slowed me down in a good way, and it's made the simple things of life feel a bit more purposeful. Because if they didn't, I'm I'm six months in. I think I'd get still crazy and. You know, doing breakfast at, at 6.30 every morning, baby rice and it going everywhere. And just like uh, those, mo those moments have become special. Mm -hmm. And I think that that kind of stuff just elevates your craft because you're just yeah. a little bit more here and now. That's really good. Um, I think we're, we're getting, we're drawing to a close. But um, what, what, if anything, do you wish someone had told you about being a parent and being an artist um before you did it and i know like josh you um you re you you guys really wanted to find examples and sort out just seeing people do this but um is there anything that you wish you knew before before this moment of artistry and parenthood combined i feel like something i'd like to have heard from more fathers is how amazing it is i know that sounds so basic but i think i just heard a lot of mm. a lot of reservation and a lot of just negativity of like yeah. how it's kind of like when you get married and the men are like oh they're all ball and chain and it's just a boring narrative it's mm. just boring you know and i heard a lot of it yeah. um not from the two gentlemen on the call obviously but you know there is a wider conversation around men which just is i for me this is personally just felt cynical. And it was this whole kind of thing of like, your life's changed, your life's over. And it's just been the absolute, do you know what? Like, it's it's just like falling in love. Like it genuinely is, isn't it? Like, like it's a similar experience of falling in love with my wife, Kara, where this is a person I've been thinking about all the time. I can't wait to be around. I want to do not do things so I can be with that person. And and uh, I used to have many conversations with dads about that because men are, I think we've got quite a long way to go just to talk about that stuff, but um, I'd like to have that conversation elevated mm -hmm. about the freedom and the liber liberation that comes with being a dad. That's good. Yeah, yeah I co-signed that. I think I think it was. Um, <clears throat> I think it's been. I think it's 
what's been the most amazing thing for me, and I wish, um, I wish someone give me the heads up. Um, but it's kids having children, having a family, is a great way to humble oneself, and sometimes that can backfire depending on how the artist is wired, because some people don't actually want that. But I remember the most recent time was um, was knowing that I was doing um, the Tonight Show, the Stephen Colbert thing, stateside, and that was like my first television debut, um, stateside, and then literally people are atting me on socials as I'm pushing the pram, taking my children to the childminders, and like, but I felt so heavy. I felt like, yeah, I'm what I'm pushing the pram. Big man, dad, S on my chest, you know my name, say my name. Like I felt I felt wicked. <laughs> because because I was like, yeah, I, I I handle my business. I handle my ish. Like nobody can tell me nothing. These are my these are my bambinos. Tell me something. It felt great. Um whereas I know that some of my mates, but if they were in that situation, they'd be like, I'm a rock star, what am I doing pushing a pram? Mm. But for me, it worked in a complete in a, in a really great way. And, and it also encouraged me to grind even harder and, and, and lean even more to creativity and into those opportunities so that almost almost um, almost as, a, as a, a way of um, investing into them and my family and what I'm building at home. So, yeah, it was great. Yeah, I'd agree with, um, I agree with the question, Jake, man. Um, nothing much, nothing much to add, but yeah. I agree with them. Like, I don't want to give all that like, airy fairy answers or whatever, but mm. I just think maybe I don't. Know, I don't speak for all guys, but it feels like men today or fathers today um, are more interested than ever in like being present and mm. being like a family man and being a good dad. Like the idea of like the guy is just the breadwinner and that's it. Um, I get it because that was like my dad and, and his people and that. I can't speak for everyone, but definitely like my circles and even the guys on this call, I just think there's an immense pride about being a father and so much pride that not saying that balancing it isn't hard sometimes and stuff, but I just think it, yeah, being a dad's just makes it worth it. Um, and I'm just going to go out on a limb and say like, this conversation has been sick, but I've just realized that it must be just like way harder for a woman. Um, because I feel like when the dads are talking like in this course, like, yeah, it's tough, but like, we love it or it gets hard, but like, it's worth it and stuff. But when I'm speaking to like Emma, for example, like I know it's, it's way more tougher for her and there's different nuances and stuff. So um, I just think that's about it, you know? That's cool. Cause that leads me on to one final question that I was, I wanted to ask, but I, whether we've put it in or not, because may, maybe it's not fair to ask, but I just was interested to hear your answers. Um, but Tina's, um, Isaac, you just said that anyway. And it, my question is, how much do you think you're aware of how it is different for female artists? So not just females in general, but female artists. Uh, has anything about your own journey made you think about that difference? And then the, the second fold one of it of, is there a part or that men can play <clears throat> to address that or to aid that or see some, some change in that? Um, I'm going to be asking the same question when we speak to the ladies and the opposite as well. But in terms of this, this conversation was about your experience as father. So, and we've had that, that's the main point. 
but I, I would like to hear if it's occurred to you, even through being a dad, how that might be different, just like Isaac just said. But what you think in terms of the industry, being an artist in that, that, that could perhaps be done and if there's a part to play? I, I mentioned, obviously what I mentioned earlier about <clears throat> knowing female mates who have literally, who are, who are getting on age-wise and they, they wanted to have children five, six years ago, but they haven't just in case a big break comes. I think the, I think it is, I am consciously fully aware um, because I've grown up, there's a generation of mates I've grown up with who are male and female who are doing this journey and navigating it. So 100% aware, and especially as a father, I have always gone out of my way to reach out to my mates who are married. Some, I've, I've made some of them who, who, who are married, um, who were married, and even just navigating that without the children has just been, in, in the music industry, it's, it's not easy. Um, I think one of the best ways I've seen people deal, uh, females uh, deal with uh, having a family or children and building a music career is to do the opposite of what is um, is what of what is put on them, which is be transparent about it. I love Paloma Faith. Literally, mm. is literally put her whole last pregnancy out on socials, like the whole journey of it, Braxton Hicks and all. Like, um, and there's something about that transparency which makes you go, you know what? Too right. That's the reality of what you have to go through. Let alone being on tour and then coming back, like before you step out on stage, having to pump, fill a couple of bottles so that your child's okay with, like, that's a big reality. Um, I don't ha- I, I don't have to go through that, that's a reality. And, and I think it's, people should see that and support even more. So I think with people like Paloma and others, people have been transparent about it, women who have been transparent about that journey, even Jessie Ware, mm-hmm. like she didn't put it all out there, but there was a sense of respect, like, you know what, she's a mum. And she's still putting out banging music and she's still really making you aware of her journey as a mum, especially as a newbie. Um, I think that's the best way to start to overcome it. Um, I think as personally, I don't know how, besides picking up the phone to mates that I have in the industry who are women and who are becoming mothers, I don't know how I can fly the flag and be like, yo, this is how we, I've yet to learn. I need educating on that. But from what I've seen at works, transparency. Um, it just, that sense of, uh, yeah, just realism about the issues. It just, it flips the thing on its head. Mm. Um, and um, and actually it, it causes people without being patronizing, it causes people to be even more endearing mm. to the realities, particularly of women who are becoming mothers in industry. Mm. That's cool. yeah, yeah, just off the back of that, I think um, like a real practical thing for me is to, try and help like empower women in the music industry that have had babies by not making their decision for them. So mm. if I've got like a tour coming up, like I've got a really good friend called Tenny, who's like a BV and, and has a kid. Um, but I could easily be like, ah, I'm not going to ask her because she's probably busy like being a mum, do you know what I mean, to come on tour with me. But it's empowering her to be able to make that decision for herself and saying, yo, I've got this tour. I'd really love for you to be able to do it. If you can't, it's cool, but if you can, I'd love... Then then she's got the power, do you know what I mean? To say, mm-hmm. like, I can do it or I can't do it right now, rather than just, like, making that decision for her and going to someone, like, who hasn't got a kid or someone who's younger or whatever. Um, so, yeah, I think whatever job opportunities there are, so just share those opportunities with mothers who, who, have, who have children. That's 
really good. Yes, I, I, I agree massively. Uh, I don't have too much to add. I think just, um, I was just as we were talking, I was just thinking about six months ago being in a room as Carrot was giving birth to this baby and thinking, I had, I had ran a marathon a month earlier and told everyone that I was running a marathon and uh, made a big song and dance about it. And then I'm watching my wife um, give birth to our baby. And I was thinking, you know, countless women that I meet every day have done this and are doing this and are going through this process. And yet men in the workplace treat a woman who's pregnant like an inconvenience and, you know, won't have the same opportunities as the man to have the potential they might get pregnant and be out for nine months. And I, I just thought, you know what, I, I would like to play a part, as these guys have said, just play a part in perhaps changing the conversation amongst men about what it is, you know, women actually go through having been in the room for that moment and see my wife eclipse any physical achievement I will ever attempt in my life. You know, I could run seven Ironmans back to back and it won't touch that. I feel like as men, we can just, we, we can just change the narrative of someone, you know, a woman getting pregnant isn't an inconvenience to us, you know, like, and I just feel like that's been a part of the narrative in kind of in the workplace. I love what you said there, Isaac, of like, this is, uh, this isn't our responsibility to define how a woman chooses to live her life during pregnancy and post. I love, I love the more, more we're seeing of women on stage pregnant. Um, I think the Beyonce album covers, her album covers a photo shoot that she did when she was pregnant. I think that was kind of a seminal moment and there'll be more of it, you know, to see women on stage with a pregnant belly, you know, and it being normalized as that was your choice and life continues and, and women, I think body image comes into this massively as well. Like, uh, we talk about this is a whole other thing, but just um, probably the, the pressure that men have put on women in the music industry post-pregnancy to uh, not be visibly post-pregnant, you know, and to have to go through everything a woman has to go through to, I don't know, you know, get in some kind of shape, which is... I think just such a terrible thing that we've created, you know, I think there's so much to do from a man's perspective, being that men are in the most powerful positions of the music industry. It'd be amazing if in the next few years we're seeing photo shoots of the biggest female artists on the planet with a, you know, post-pregnancy physique. And it's just awesome, brilliant, you know, I don't know if that makes sense, but I think that's something that we can do more of. Thanks, guys. Oh, we ended on the, with the woman fuzzies. Isn't it great? Guys, thank you so much um, for being a part of our podcast and um, on parenting. And I, we, I feel like we've touched on a lot of great stuff um, that was just great to air out, but also I think will be really helpful. So thank you very, very much. Thank you. And don't forget to sign up to our mailing list where you'll receive a free 10-day guide especially designed to inspire and equip independent music artists with some really useful, practical and inspirational resources. Sign up at www.iamindependent.co.uk For more great content from I Am Independent, find us on social media at We Are Independent Artists. 
Check out our Spotify playlist for new music from independent artists. Search We Love Independent Music. <laughs>